From Argus Media, this is Driving Discussions, a podcast series focusing on the forces that affect road fuels globally. Greetings and salutations once again. Blendstock's reporter Jason Metko here. And on this edition of the show, we're sitting down once again with our base oils reporter, John Dietrich. Specifically looking at some challenges within the market that have developed recently, the first of which being weak demand. Weak demand has been a problem since about the fourth quarter, late third quarter of last year. Now, at the end of last year, a lot of it was people trying to draw down inventories to avoid year-end taxes. Thought was we'd see a lot of restocking and things would be fine in kind of January, February, March. That demand is not really materialized. You know, we're hearing uh, baseball blenders say that their demand is at about 80% of where it was a year ago. Um, and there's a lot of kind of trying to figure out why that is. You know, one thought is that some of the guys way downstream, the retailers who sell the finished lubricants as motor oils, they've got high-priced inventory, and they are keeping those prices steady until they clear it out. But they're not clearing it out because the prices are high. So they're not restocking their finished lubricants or the motor oils, which means the guys who make that, who buy the base oils, don't need to clear anything off of their shelves. So we've seen this kind of chain where it's kind of bottlenecked at the very bottom, and that's kind of backing everything up to the actual refinery level. And that means that we're seeing surplus supplies out there in the market. There are a lot of TVAs or uh, temporary value adjustments going on, uh, up to $0.80 a gallon, depending on the grade for some of these baseball guys. Uh, and this is with one of the big guys being down for turnaround. Uh, they're down, and they've been down an additional two weeks. We haven't heard that they are back up yet, so they might have to extend this turnaround for you know three, four weeks beyond when they planned. Uh, and we're still seeing downward price pressure coming on. Another refiner who's got a turnaround coming up in the second quarter, they actually announced decreases of 30 to $0.40 cents a gallon on their posting prices. And that's basically like your contract. Uh, so they've, they've publicly announced they're down 30 to $0.40 cents a gallon on those, even though they have a turnaround coming up, which means they should be building inventory, which means they shouldn't really have a lot of surplus. But that weak demand is, is creating a lot of surplus. And again, the export market remains a very unattractive outlet. You know, you look at margins on <clears throat> base oil exports, and you're getting maybe 10 to 15 cents a gallon over your feedstock VGO costs, which is just not, you know, a great number. So these guys don't want to go into the export market if they can help it. But the domestic market is pretty saturated. So that's been a big problem has been, you know, weak demand, even in the face of some outages that we're seeing, especially on the Group 2 side. I can't imagine what this is doing for inventories. That must be another additional sort of thing that needs to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's kind of people are really trying to manage their inventories. People are really trying to avoid building anything up beyond what they need. And because we, we've seen now, we, we, there was a big round of base oil posting decreases in January. So, of course, that takes a, a month or two to kind of trickle down to, to the blenders, to the finished lubricant buyers, the, like the retailers and those guys. Um, you know, so while they're seeing that, they're going to hold off buying until they get those price reductions. Now that we've got one big refiner out with a posting decrease and nobody knows 
if they're going to get joined by the other big refiners or not. Um, again, nobody wants to buy. Everybody want to kind kind of wants to keep, you know, just hand to mouth buying, draw down inventories a little bit if you can. And the concern is that this is going to bump up against what should be a somewhat healthy U.S. summer driving season, and you're going to need inventory to be ready for that. You know, but a lot of people until they see the price kind of reach a floor. They're not going to be willing to restock, but they need to be restocking because this is the time of year when that tends to happen. So, yeah, we are seeing a backup on on inventory and people trying to clear off existing high-priced inventories is only hampering demand more. Let me touch on something real quick. Do we have any idea of when this refinery issue might alleviate itself? So the the planned turnaround that's going on um, – was supposed to end around the third, fourth week of March. They've already pushed their restart back two weeks. Um, we don't really know when they'll they'll come back up. They're they're two weeks behind. Um, it's not all that surprising because the maintenance that they're doing, and this was a planned turnaround, um, had been delayed. You know, a year, year and a half. So the, the market is not surprised that it's taken a little bit longer to get this done um but no there's not like a good estimate for when when they'll be i mean it could be we find out you know in the next couple of days that they're they're beginning the restart process but until then you know even with them being down we're seeing prices fall which kind of tells you how weak demand and how much oversupply there is you mentioned the delay was that pandemic related (sighs) it's unknown um it might in, in a sense, it might have been pandemic-related because of how supply chains got damaged. You know, it might have been a situation where they couldn't get either key labor or key parts. We don't know. It might have just been uh, a company decision. Uh, there there was a lot of base oil tightness, especially following that freeze we had here in the Gulf back in 2021. Um, you know, so it might have been a situation where prices were very high back in 2021, 2022, and it just wasn't a good time to go down. Uh, so we, we can't really say why they why they pushed it back. But we just know that they, they pushed it back kind of past its schedule. And they're at least two weeks behind. Um, and, and very likely, you know, a few weeks more at least. A couple more moments here with our base oils reporter, John Dietrich, on driving discussions. John, we had the news that came out at the beginning of the month that some of the big oil producers are going to be cutting back. Most people outside the industry, when they think that, they think higher gas prices are coming. Can you speak on to how that specifically, though, affects the base oil side of things? Because it's supposed to be you know, a gradual production cut and it's kind of more designed for the year, there, there probably won't be you know, price spikes on the base oil side. And again, there's so much surplus in the U.S., globally that it's going to take a while to work through that um but yeah i mean it causes problems on a few ends number one it just raises your feedstock costs base oil primarily comes out of vgo vacuum gas oil um you know which is priced on a premium to crude so as crude goes up vgo goes up even if your supplies stay balanced um additionally as gasoline goes up or as crude goes up gasoline goes up it threatens driving it threatens kind of the driving season and if you're not driving your car you don't need to get an oil change which is what base oil and finished lubricants was what they do um so yeah so that's another kind of potential concern Uh, i think a lot of the guys in the base oil market are kind of waiting to see 
what the response will be from from the U.S. from the U.S. refiners. Do the U.S. refiners decide to maybe grab market share and ramp up production? Do they kind of roll with it and bank on the high prices? Uh, you know, so it, it's certainly something that the baseball market is going to have to keep an eye on because it hits it on on kind of the upstream level and then the downstream level. He will be keeping an eye on for us as well. Base Oils reporter John Dietrich. John, thanks for joining us. Always happy to be here. Have you back soon, okay? Yes, indeed. Our Base Oils reporter here at Argus, John Dietrich. And thanks so much to John for coming on today. With that, we conclude yet another edition of Driving Discussions, production of Argus Media. This reminder to peruse our previous episodes in the series and for more information on Argus's global refined products coverage, make sure you visit argusmedia.com forward slash oil dash products. 